I have found for myself that if I can stay present and aware of why am I choosing to do this and not that, why am I moving in this direction and not another, in that awareness and in participation of life in that way through awareness, I began to have opportunity that I didn't have before when I was just living out of routine and habit and following the flow of this creation. It's learning to be attentive and seeing how it is you choose to participate with life and in life and through life. And I have found for myself that the greatest way I can participate is by ever participating in that movement of loving, following the loving first. We talk about loving acceptance and forgiveness. Those are the tools, the trinity by which the soul can free itself of this creation while it's still in the body, by which the soul can waken into the greater truth of itself and live that greater truth throughout all the time that it inhabits this physical form. And it is the tool by which we can awaken and know our true nature, our true home, so that there is no longer the fear that this world places upon us, but rather there is opportunity and choice and joy and peace and the greater knowing of who we truly are and how that truth that we as soul can now begin to participate in life in a different way. So I found for myself that meditation serves me greatly in ever staying present in who I am. But I have also found something very profound in my meditations. And I often see people entering into meditation having experience in meditation that brings them peace and joy and quiet and loving. But then after a while, they begin to lose their motivation, their focus, their desire to sit and meditate. And part of the reason that that happens is that in meditation, we are going to experience that divine movement inside of us. We are going to experience that loving. We are going to see the inner light. We will hear those inner sounds. But there are other things that will take place as well. We are going to confront all those things of self that we have been running away from, that we have not wanted to look at. We are going to meet all the disturbances that we have pushed aside and put into the unconscious. All of our fears, all of our judgments are also going to come up in those same meditation moments. And it's easy for us to sit in meditation and hold a focus inwardly when there's light inside, when there's sound inside, when there's movement of loving, when joy comes present, when awarenesses and enlightenments take place, when calmness and peace resides. But when all of a sudden the disturbances come up, the judgments and the fears start coming up and speaking to us, and disturbing us once again. There's this part of us that does what we've done so many times in our lives. We get up and we run away. 
we get up and we get busy so we don't have to handle or deal or look at or feel or know or hear, whatever that is. And that's how often we live our lives. From the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep, we're trying to fill it with something in the outer form to keep us from being aware of the disturbance, the unrest that resides within us. We get up, we turn on the radio, we turn on the TV, we begin talking with whoever's present. We begin to fill our day with activities to keep ourselves busy. Why? Why do we keep ourselves busy? Because we don't want to look at what's going on inside. We don't want to feel what's going on inside. We don't want to know what is blocking us from our own inner loving. That's often the case. When we were sitting here a moment ago and Brian was sharing and all of a sudden he became quiet, I felt that stillness come upon us in this room. And it was very interesting because at that moment there was a part of me that went joyful. Oh my God, the stillness, the quiet, it's here. That which I had just been witnessing, the good and the bad, and witnessing the stillness that resides between those two polarities, where the truth really resides, was all of a sudden coming present for us to move into. And in that moment, I began to slip into that stillness, into that presence where I as soul reside. But I also felt in that moment resistance in the room, resistance in consciousness in this place of, oh my God, it's still, it's quiet, what do we do? And that's what we have to pay attention to. And that's what we want to give ourselves times to have the experience of. And that's what meditation is. It's an opportunity for us to stop and be still and give opportunity for us to move into that place of neutrality, move into that quiet, still place of loving that is our true nature. And it is an opportunity for also the confrontation, if you will, of all those things that stand in the way between us and that opportunity of moving into that place of stillness and loving. So if you find yourself in meditation and you find yourself in disturbance, in distraction, in discomfort, be joyful. Move into the action of giving thanks in this moment for whatever that disturbance is, for whatever that is that's taking place inside of you that is trying to pull you away from your meditation, whether it be the phone ringing in the other room or something inside of you starting to jar you, to pick at you, to judge you. Because that is the opportunity in that moment for you to truly break free of those things that are holding you in bondage here. These things that I'm talking about are stronger than any chains that anyone can put upon you and bind you to the earth. These things have held you in bondage and are holding you in bondage until you break free of them yourself. And the only one that can break you free of this prison, of this bondage, is you. Because you're the ones 
that created each one of those chains. Each link of that chain that holds you in bondage here, you've created, just like in the story of Scrooge. You've created it, and you've got to discreate it. You've got to unbind yourself from the bondage that is here. And the only way you do that is by meeting all those things that come up in your meditation and loving them, accepting them, and forgiving them. Forgive the judgments of yourself and others. Accept yourself and others. Love yourself and others in all things, in all ways. And as you do that, you're going to find yourself having greater opportunity of moving that into your daily life of living that same opportunity of living in the silence, of living in the stillness, of living in the quiet of loving and moving in that loving moment in your daily life as you begin to live it in your daily meditation. It begins within and moves to the outer. So if you can begin to pay attention to that and allow that disturbance I can remember years ago when I was meditating and all these things would start coming up in myself and I just didn't want to look at them. I didn't want to deal with them. And I would get up and I would get busy and I would get active once again in the outer form to distract myself from what I had just witnessed or felt or saw. Didn't want to do it. Didn't want to feel it. Didn't want to handle it. And so I busied myself in whatever way I could until finally one day I realized that I was only stopping myself from having what I really longed for. Why was I sitting down and meditating? Because it was a part of me that really wanted to have inner experience with God's loving, to waken to God, to know myself as soul and as a child of God. And I wanted to be able to live that every day. And yet here I was running away from that place where I could awaken to that because of these things coming up, coming up to the surface of my consciousness that I didn't want to deal with, that I didn't want to look at. So I decided to just start listening, start looking, start being in action with those things that came up. And as I did, I began to find my freedom. And then I began to move that into the outer. Just as I was beginning to pay attention to those disturbances inside of myself and began to move beyond them, through them, with loving, with acceptance and forgiveness, I began to do that in my world, with the people around me, with the situations in my life. And I began to move in the same way, approaching them with gratitude, with loving, with giving myself to them fully so that I could begin to experience what is here for me to experience, what is here for me to learn, what is here for me to step into and through so that I can be free of it whether it be in my relationship with the boss that I had in my life at that time at work or with relationship 
with a partner that I was developing relationship with in this life, or whether it be with friends, or just situations and how I handled my life. It really is an inner and an outer dynamic. We're the ones that have created our heaven or our hell. And it is up to us to create whatever it is we want now. And we only do that by how we live our lives in an awake state with awareness, with loving, acceptance, and forgiveness. So I found for myself that I can run away, I can avoid, I can pretend like this doesn't exist, I can play hide-and-seek, and I know a lot of places to hide, and yet I also know that if I hide, that whatever it is that's seeking me out is going to find me. And so why not just stand out in the open right now and be vulnerable to the moment, be vulnerable to the situation at hand, and see what really is there for you. If we approach everything as an opportunity to learn about the greater truth of ourselves, then it truly will become just that. We will learn who we truly are as a loving being. We will learn how to move in acceptance with all things, whether it be with illness in the body, with emotional disturbance within us, with fear that the mind creates for us. We will accept it all and learn to rise above it all. And through these actions, that is how I have come to know myself as a child of God, as a true being of spirit first, participating through choice in this world, not feeling trapped by this world, but rather participating with it in an action of giving thanks. I am giving thanks every day for every day. I am giving thanks every moment for every moment. I am giving thanks for every breath for every breath. Because it is in every breath, it is in every moment, it is in every day that I have the opportunity to experience the divine. To experience the divine within myself and to experience the divine in you. That's a reason to give thanks. To have the opportunity to have a choice. Am I going to see God first or am I going to see problems first? Am I going to see God first or am I going to see the individual in the physical form first? When I allow myself to choose into living God first, into loving God first, into knowing God first in myself, and then in you, my life is abundant and joyful and peaceful. And it just flows. And when I am caught up in my own limitation and my own self-pity and whatever it is that might get moving inside of me 
and that can happen. I do get caught up in my frustrations, in my angers, in my self-wallowing pity, or whatever it might be in that moment. But I don't allow myself to stay there very long because it certainly isn't fun. It isn't where I want to be. And I know the way out of hell. It's simply looking inside, back to that place of loving. And when we started today in meditation, and we began chanting the NIHU, I had the greatest reminder in that moment that I do know where that place of loving resides. And if I forget, I have a tool that will really assist me in getting refocused back into that place once again. In chanting the NIQ out loud, if you've never experienced this, then I ask you to pay attention. Because NIQ chanted out loud, hue out loud, will allow you to begin to discover where that place of loving really truly resides within you. As you chant the NIHU, you'll begin to feel a frequency as you chant NI. You'll feel a movement inside, a little reverberation, physically as well as energetically. And then when you begin to sound the hue out loud, you'll begin to feel that energy move in a different frequency and locate itself maybe in a different place within the body. I know that when I chant the hue out loud, I feel that subtle frequency inside, up here, at the seat of the soul. And it was a wonderful reminder as we began to chant the Anihue today in meditation, and I could feel myself holding my awareness upward and all of a sudden feeling the frequency of the hue of God present inside myself at the seat of the soul in that frequency of vibration as a physical reminder of where my loving resides. To hold my attention inward and upward. To hold my awareness to the seat of the soul. And to wake up there. And any and all things that might rise up trying to block me, to stop me from holding my attention there, just to love them and let them come up to me. Let them come up to my awareness of the divine place, of the seat of the soul. And let them present themselves to the God that is within me, rather than them drawing me back down into them. And it's amazing, when you sit at the seat of the soul where God dwells within you as soul, and all these things want to rise up and distract you and disturb you and draw the, back down, they can't reach you. They can't touch you there because you are now above them. And that loving will transform those elements of the lower nature. The loving will begin to bring alignment to those things within you that are misaligned. So that all of a sudden, that disturbance, that judgment, that fear or whatever it is that tends to call you back into this creation and involve you first here and identify yourself first here, all of a sudden begins to be transformed. Loving transforms everything, everything. And as you hold to that place of loving within you 
and of loving God that dwells within you, that loving will begin to transform that disturbance, that judgment, that fear. It will change its frequency. It will bring to you awareness of how that judgment came into being in your consciousness in the first place. And you can forgive it, whatever the source of that judgment might be, whether it be yourself or another. You will see through the awareness of that movement of loving going into whatever that is that is calling you away from that place of loving. You will see the loving creating opportunity for you to have understanding. And in that understanding, you then can make a choice as to how you want to move next in your life and in these situations. And that's how we become wise. When I sit down in meditation, one of the first things I do is I look up inside and I speak to God. And I say, Lord, at this time, as I come into this moment, I ask for you to enter into it with me in full awareness and assist me in waking up just now into the divine loving, into the divine presence of who I am as soul. Bring to me understanding and awaken me into the wisdom and knowing of who I truly am, that I might live that more fully now and throughout this day. And I know that if I will wake up and hold to that loving, that wisdom and understanding and truth and peace and joy and all that God is in us will begin to come present and alive and awake in my life. And then it's just up to me to carry that into the day. And Brian can attest to it. I'm very good at filling the day with a lot of things to do. I'm very good at doing just that. But I do what I can not to let those things become disturbances and distractions. And I have learned not to place them before God. And whatever it is that is in the world that is calling me to get this done, to let's do this. What about over here? I always look to find God in whatever it is. And when I do that, things get answered very quickly. Things move to resolution. I find within myself the ability to get things done with grace and ease and simplicity in a way that I wouldn't otherwise do so. And the burden is lifted. I don't have all these things I have to do. I have all these things I am doing and that I want to do, that I choose to do for my greater fulfillment. And I also find now more and more there are those things in the world that I've created for myself to distract me from the greater knowing of myself that I can say, you know, I don't need to do this. This isn't who I am. This is what I want to do. This doesn't fulfill me. And I can let go of them and keep moving forward. And I think you will find as you begin to wake up into the simplicity of life, the simplicity of the inner truth of loving, that there will be those things that you have created in your life 
that will just begin to drop away. And life becomes simpler. And all of a sudden, those things that seem so important, those things that you had to do for yourself or others, as they drop away, you realize, my God, those aren't important. I didn't need to be caught up in that. I didn't need to do all that. And you begin to find a greater joy in your life because life does become simpler. So in your meditation, I invite you to create what to to embrace whatever comes forward for you. Embrace it in loving. Embrace it in gratitude. Be in thanksgiving. Give thanks to whatever comes up. Peace, joy, loving, judgment, fear, disturbance. Because it's all one and the same. It's all one action. And if you can begin to move with that awareness, then you begin to find the simplicity of life. And it all begins inside. It would be wonderful if this world had all the answers. It would be wonderful if you could go to these sacred places in the world and truly receive the sacred. It would be wonderful if it was in the world to be found and it could be had. But how long has mankind been searching in the world? How long has mankind been building places in the world? How long have books been written and read and taught from? And yet, how long has the soul been yearning and longing for the answer, for the solution, for the fulfillment? It isn't in the world. It is inside. So whenever you find yourself looking into the world for the final answer, for the greater truth, realize ultimately it is inside you. If God dwells within you and God is perfect, then perfection resides within you. And that's where we want to go to wake up into that which is the truth of us. That perfection that is God that dwells within, that Loving that is God that dwells within. That peace that is God that dwells within. All the things that we long for, all the things that we look for in this world truly reside within us right now. There is no place we have to go and nothing we have to do. If God dwells within us, then we are perfect, we are whole, we are complete. It's just a matter of ourselves allowing ourselves the opportunity to be still, to be in the moment of quiet, to meet all those things that want to rise up and disturb our quiet, to love them, accept them, forgive them, and keep moving back into the quiet. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. It's in that stillness. It's in that moment where we connect into the quiet. 
that we begin to understand and to know and to experience the divine that we are and begin to move in that river of loving and begin to realize that we've never left the heart of God, that we've just allowed ourselves to get caught up in the outer, to get distracted from the inner knowing, and to believe something that is really just a dream, a great dream. And like all great mystics, Brian and I ask you to just wake up. Wake up to the inner truth. Wake up to the inner knowing. Wake up. Wake up from this illusion, from this great dream. Wake up. And know that you are divine. Know that you are soul. Know that you are a child of God. Know that you never left the heart of God. And then as Rumi says, and don't go back to sleep. Do wake up. Do meditate daily. Do wake up daily. And don't go back to sleep. Don't stop meditating. Don't think you've ever reached it and now there's nothing more for you to have to do. There's always the next moment. There's always the next day of awakening. And there's also the next moment and the next day, an opportunity for you to fall asleep once again, to go back into the dream and believe the great illusion. So it's ever wake up. It's ever stay present. It's ever do the meditation. And not just do the meditation one hour, two hours a day, but let every moment of every day be a meditation, be a living prayer. That's called waking up and staying awake. Because it's very easy to stay awake in meditation. The greater challenge is, is when you open your eyes and you get up and start doing the day. And you start walking into this realm of illusion and this great dream that everybody seems to believe is true. And it's very easy for us to get caught up in this dream and to follow the dream rather than to stay present in the truth of who we really are and to rise above the dream and then to be able to look into the dream and say and this is where my opportunity of greater growth is and my learning is is to look into this illusion to look into this reflection to look into this dream and experience it but to ever rise above the moment of the dream and to wake up into the greater truth. That is the challenge. Wake up. Wake up. And don't go back to sleep. So I invite you to hold in your awareness. To ever wake up in your meditation. And to love anything and all things that come up in your meditation. Even if you go to sleep. In your meditation. Love it. Love it all. Accept it all. Forgive it. If you have a judgment about going to sleep in your meditation, forgive that and allow it. But then set the intention within yourself that you're going to do what you can to stay more present, to stay more focused, to stay more awake in the divine that you are and to rise up above this illusion like a bubble in water rises to the surface 
Let the soul within your consciousness that is you rise up above this illusion to its own true nature of the air above, of the realms of spirit above, and there to burst into the greater knowing of self, burst and unite back into the air, back into the soul, back into the spiritual oneness, ever knowing of yourself and where you have been, but not involving yourself so much that you are caught up in the dream once again. So in meditation, allow whatever takes place to take place. Don't expect anything. Don't judge whatever takes place. Don't resist. Appreciate it all. Love it all. And give your loving to God in it all. God is in hatred. God is in joy. God is in disturbance. God is in the quiet. God is in all things because all things are God. Out of God was all and all is in God. So if we can begin to look and realize that everything is God in creation, and creation is all God, then we can love it all. We will begin to find God in the midst of the greatest pain, sorrow, disturbance, judgment, fear. And it's very funny to look into that which is what you fear the most, whether it be a person in the world or something within yourself. And all of a sudden you see this little blink of light, this little awareness of God's loving moving in the midst of that fear, and you go, oh, there's God. I'm not afraid of you anymore because you're God. You're God's dwelling in you. Come on, reveal yourself to me now. Tell me what this is about. And the moment you have that experience, you all of a sudden realize, I have power over this creation. This creation doesn't have power over me. I am now awake to the greater truth that resides above this creation. And now I can move through this creation in a way that I couldn't before. And now it's a game of hide and seek. God's hiding. I'm seeking God. I'm not just going to find God in my meditation. I'm now going to find God in all things out here. Now, where are you in this? Where are you in this person? Where are you? I can't see you yet. Can you show yourself? And you are ever now seeking God. And it becomes a game. And the child in you, that child of God in you, now can begin to play the game of life in a way that it couldn't before, of hide and seek. Now no longer am I hiding and God is seeking me. Now I am aware that God is hidden in the midst of everything that I have not allowed myself to see God in yet. And now I'm going to seek God in all things. Not just inside myself, not just in my spiritual experience of meditation, but in all things. And in that moment, as I begin as a child to go out and seek God in all things, 
I begin to find God in all things. And then life is easy. Life is joyful. Life is fun. And it's also fun to watch people do what they do with that. When you're beginning to find God in them and in their process and in their pain and their stuff that they're trying to run on you and you just look and you laugh inside and you smile inside and you listen from that place of loving inside and they get disturbed because they can't control you, they can't cause you to go into your fear, they can't get out of you what they want out of you, but rather you're just sharing loving and this little laugh inside, I see you, God, I know you're there, I see that spark, I see that love. And eventually they begin to join with you in that. They've come back to you and they go, well, I can get everybody else to be afraid of you, but you're not afraid of me, so tell me, why are you not afraid of me? Why can't I cause you disturbance? What's going on here? And you can begin to share with them what you know of them. It may not be that direct, but it will be in that way. And then life is so much fun, so joyful, so filled with joy. So when I look at the word Thanksgiving and I look at the day that we come together and celebrate Thanksgiving, I see it as a day of reminding myself of giving thanks, giving thanks that I have this opportunity of this physical form, of being in this dream, and of being able to seek and find God in the midst of all this. To find God within myself and to find God in all of this that is God in manifestation. Some of it's unawake, and some of it is waking up, and some of it is very awake. And it's for me to be a part of all of that. And that's the joy of this great journey. So I invite you to do one thing. And that is, as Brian was finishing his talk and he went into quiet, and he sat in the quiet and he listened and participated in the quiet to see, what do I do now? Is there more to be said? Do I just be in the stillness? Do I let Jim now talk? It is in that moment of stillness, of quiet, of not doing, that we come to the greater knowing of doing and doing and knowing. So if you find yourself really in disturbance, really caught up in this dream, be still, be quiet, shut up, and see what comes up next. Because it is in that moment that you will find the greater truth by which to step forward in. Not the blah, 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 but the stillness. So thank you. And happy Thanksgiving again. <laughs> and we'll see you all next Sunday.